Rau weiß sein Leben lang. Herzlich willkommen zurück auf Shock America. I'm your host, Richard Carmen. Welcome to the Shock Blues Hours, presented to you by Dunkin' Donuts. Oh, what the heck kind of weekend was this? Uh, uh, man, it just went from bad to worse. Um, one thing after another. <sighs> got the blues music on. Got to get in the groove. Uh, shout out to Edwin for giving a calling it the blues podcast for tonight because we're feeling blue at the moment. A lot of reasons here. Uh, a little rundown of what we're going to talk about tonight. Um, talk about some pre-sale disasters with Schalke. Um, we're going to talk transfers. Yeah, some, some names that we love dear have moved on. Uh, talk about the match that was an ass whooping. And um, in memoriam, we'll, we'll end it with a, 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 a saying goodbye to a, a friend of Shaka. So let's start, though. Let's get into this um, crazy weekend. We're not going to go in any kind of particular order, or not chronological order, at least, right? Uh, Jack's not here. He's moving. He's actually moving. Uh, I think he found a new place, but congratulations to that. Uh, but yeah, I'm going solo tonight, and it's okay, because... Maybe I want to rant, maybe I'm not, I don't know, but a lot to get into in this little bit of time. The transfer market is still open. We're hoping, hoping Rovin Schroeder does something here at the end of the window. And we'll get into the transfers in a little bit, but uh, let's start with the ticket pre-sale disaster that happened with Schalke. Um, Schalke was supposed to have their pre-sale for the season ticket holders to buy a bunch of games. Uh, and things did not go as planned. And as evident, Schalke tweeted out, uh, they said, some of you had enormous problems buying tickets today. Sorry for that. The server of a third-party provider of our ticket solution partner, Vivenu, had over 3 million requests at times, which simply brought it to its knees. Uh, they continued on, until the next pre-sale, we will work together with Vivenu to ensure that the infrastructure from the third-party providers involved can withstand requests in the millions. Yeah, I mean, this kind of encapsulated the whole weekend how it was. It is one thing after another. Um, yeah, people trying to buy tickets and frustrated because they thought they got through, thought they had their tickets, and poof, they were gone. Uh, so... Obviously, lots of upset people trying to buy tickets, mostly in, in, in Germany, obviously, right? And, and all throughout Europe. But couldn't get tickets. Some people got some tickets, not as much as they wanted. Some got none at all. Um, lots of furious people were. I saw lots of tweets going out, very angry at what happened. And so we'll see if it gets uh, corrected here. But not a good look at all. And, you know, with everything that's been going on, not the way. I mean, they needed it to be a flawless pre-sale and it, it was far from that but hopefully they get it figured out we'll see i mean things these things do happen right i mean for anyone who bought music tickets uh to any of any event in the past you've gone through these issues before but still i don't know didn't work out so hopefully they get that taken care of um but yeah more on to the blues that we're listening to here 
um, some transfer blues, right? Um, Malik Chow, you see the title of our podcast today. Malik Chow, Arrivederci, or Chow, Adu. Um, he's gone. He's left Schalke and moved to AC Milan and Serie A. Um, conflicts about what the actual value of, of the transfer is. Italian media reporting 5 million euros, which is not that much. German media reporting 10 million euros plus a 2 million bonus. You hope for Schalke's sake, for our sake, that that's what it is. But it's 5 million. It doesn't look good, right? Um, yeah. Not happy, at least, with any of that stuff. Um, Mr. Gambino, thoughts on the new guy we got on loan? You know, for for those who know his, who the new guy who we got, Sepp Vandenberg. Uh, we got him on loan from Liverpool. Uh, there's no option to buy. Honestly, I don't know what to make of him. I don't know too much of him yet. I will certainly look into it uh, to see what I can learn about him, try to watch some of the practices, see what I can gain from him. A defender, which is good. Um, but yeah, I don't know too much about him, honestly. He's obviously with Liverpool, so he's got to have some kind of um, credit to him to where he, he done well. Liverpool got him for a certain reason, right? Um, and don't bring up Ozan Kabak. I know, I know, I know. But they do pretty good when they do their scouting, Liverpool do. So, you know, we'll see what he can do for us. We need depth. We don't have Ko Itakura anymore. And now we don't have Malik Chow. Obviously, Salisani is gone. And it's Kaminsky. We don't have, we have Moda, Loda anymore. Marius Loda. He's gone. So it's Kaminsky and Yoshida. And then youngsters, right? We need some bodies. Sepp Vandenberg will have to help because he'll play. But hopefully Roven Shorter can bring in somebody here that can help out. I mean, Kaminsky's does okay, but you play in some of the teams that are Union Berlin, Bayern, Dortmund, so on and so forth. We need, I don't know if Kaminsky can handle that unless we play super de- dis- or defensive, I should say, which we have been, and that hasn't helped. So I don't know. You know, losing Malik Chow hurts a lot. And losing him for 5 million euros hurts a lot. Hopefully that's not the final case. But to answer your question, Mr. Gambino, I don't know too much about Sepp Vandenberg just yet. And uh, time will tell. But I'll, I'll see what I can dig up between now and the uh, watch along on Saturday for the Stuttgart match, uh, which is 9.30 a.m. Eastern time here in the U.S. What is that? Uh, 3.30 p.m. German time. So, yeah, we'll see. I don't know too much about him. Good news on the transfer front, I guess, for me at least. I then he's staying, he's staying put in, in Schalke. We need him to stay because we can't lose any more talent. Uh, Blendy Idrizi, he is going out on loan to Regensburg for the entire season. Uh, so it's unfortunate. Jack and I were talking about this last podcast is that we don't have too many creative options going forward. And Idrizi last year seemed to be bringing that, uh, the second half of the season last year. Did fairly well for us and was able to jump in when Salazar was struggling and it would pick up the steam. And so it's nice to have that one-two combination. But he's not there anymore. He's going to Regensburg. It seems like he's out of favor, at least with uh, the manager. I don't know about the rest of the management. But yeah, he's out on loan with Regensburg for the rest of the season. Uh, so at least Iden stays, which is great. I mean, Harit, we don't know exactly what's going on with him. Um, they're still trying to sell him, but... Mr. Gambino is saying uh, Liverpool also extended Vandenberg, so he should be at least playable. Yeah, yeah, they're not going to extend you if you're not worth uh, worth a damn, right? Um, but yeah, back to me and Harit. Rumors that he might go to Leicester City or not, we don't know. 
he was at practice today, so for the time being, he's at Schalke. Um, we'll see. There's another 12 hours, 24 hours, I should say, and, and, the, and the market. So we'll see what happens. And obviously, I think the market extends a little bit past 3 p.m. local time, but I forget what the exact rules are in Germany. Every country has their different rules. But uh, yeah, if, if Amin Harit doesn't go, he needs to play. We have no offensive magic on our team. Yes, Zalazar does his thing. He's he's a work workhorse. Bolter, you know, he'll get his as well. But we really don't have any other creative spark. Idris, we thought was that, but he's gone on loan. So what do we do, right? And then again, back to the defense. We need help. Malik Chow is gone. Loda's gone. Salisane was already gone. Koi Dakota's already gone. Honestly, it's just Yoshida and Kaminsky. Is that good enough for the Bundesliga? Depth-wise, it certainly is not. You know, you, the players might be fine, but there's no depth. If one of those two were to get injured, you know, knock on wood, then what do we do, right? Promote some young youngsters possibly. Maybe Vandenberg can pan out a little bit here, but we still need at least another body or two, I think, just to be safe. Um, so, you know, this uncertainty with, with the time ticking away has got me in the blues uh, today uh, on top of everything else, right? So you got the ticket pre-sales, you got the transfers. <sighs> and this is going to be a short podcast because I'm angry about the game. Union Berlin. Um, game, this is the crazy part. You look at the statistics and we we, we won every major statistic other than the scoreline. XGs, which is a bad thing to use against as you know as a termination but we we had the better xgs in the game overall stats 16 to 12 in favor of us shots on target even 77 possession 59 to 41 in favor of us we had 140 more passes than them passing accuracy 80% theirs was 68 fouls they had more fouls on us than we did them um and corners 8 to 2 typically i look at these stats and i'm like oh we would have won that game Six to freaking one. Six one. Oh. And this game was always going to be difficult. What's Med Hunter saying? I'm, I miss Paulson so much. Yeah. I mean, they showed that a trailer before the game, too. Uh, a trailer looking back at last season. And Victor Paulson was so instrumental in that trailer. And you saw his words at the end where he's just trying to pump up the team before the season begins at Hamburg. Yeah, he's missed. He's missed for sure. He's the leader in that locker room. Uh, Mr. Gambino says Union game was a fraud blow. Yeah, yeah, no, it's true. Get on the podcast, season to see. I am working on getting him on the podcast. I am, I am, and I have an in with DC United, so I will do my best, but no guarantees. The game was very deceiving. Um, a handful of moments led to the blowout, right? For the most part, we played well. I mean, when I saw the lineup come out, we knew that Jordan Sibachu, Pifak, the main striker for them, is good, as is Sheraldo uh, Becker. Both those guys together are just dynamite. And then I, I was telling everyone about, you know, Morton Thorsby. He's a good, tall player, great on set pieces. Sure enough, six minutes into the game, he scores off a set piece. Header, unmarked, well... Taroda and Yoshida were around him, trying to mug him, but he still scored. He's he's very good in the air. Um, one nothing off the bat. Not how you want to start against Union Berlin. 
Now, I did say before the game that Union Berlin can be had on the road. They're not as good as they are at home. Little did I know they had 10 points in their last four games on the road. So they're not bad on the road, too. And we can't afford to go down to a team like Union Berlin or anybody that early into a match. It just takes us out of our gameplay immediately. Um, what does Jack always say on the podcast? Don't let the other team beat you. Don't let them beat you with our mistakes. And letting a guy free at the back door to head it back across goal wide open and then Thorsby pretty much unmarked, not the way you want to go. It, it was very infuriating way to start the game. Um, and then, we, you know, we, we had a good reaction. I thought we played well to get back into the game. We had a lot of chances, a lot of possession. Um, we looked fairly decent, I thought. And even at one nothing down, I thought, okay, we look fine in this game. We finally got an opportunity, a good opportunity, I should say, where Bruner, who's been playing decent, nice cross in the box, looking for Toroto, two guys on him, and Robin Kanoka, for whatever reason, stuck his hand out, punched the ball, easy penalty, easy penalty. I was hoping Toroto would not take it. He didn't. Boulter stepped up, put it away, didn't celebrate as you would expect. Uh, 1-1 at that point, and I thought, okay, we got a chance here to actually get a result here. We're looking decent, 1-1, all the stats are in our favor. Let's do this. We're doing a good job against Becker and Sibachu so far. It's going well. And sure enough, five minutes later, I think it was Geiselberg makes this move on Bruner or I don't remember who was on the right wing, honestly, uh, but faked him out, did a fake cross, guy jumped. Fell for it, had an easy pass to Sibachi, who just tapped it to Becker, who put it away. I Shvolov had it. He read it. It hit Milik Tiao, went the other way. Milik Chow, excuse me, went the other way, back of the net. You can't blame Shvolov for that. You can't blame Chow for that because it just, the deflection, they happen, right? Two to one. And I felt okay at that point. It's like, okay, two to one. We're still playing decent. We're, we are, we're looking the better of the two teams at the moment. I think we're okay. And I think the team switched off at that point. We had, we're going to the stoppage time of the first half. All of a sudden, Yannick Haberer, who's got a cannon, it should be known that he has a cannon, is completely unmarked just inside the, the midway line. No one's even like within 10, 15 meters with him. So he's like, well, no, I'm going to have a go. Takes a shot. Wasn't the greatest of shots, but it went through bodies. Shvolov couldn't see it. No chance he had of that. He should have done better because it was pretty much at him. But it went through three or four bodies. Shvolov didn't read it. Got a hand on it. Didn't matter. Goal scored. Terrible way to end the first half. I mean, I thought for the most part we had a decent first half until that point. I'm curious what everybody's thoughts are. But up until that goal, that third goal, I thought we were fine. Uh, Mr. Gambino says, Ronaldo takes a pickup, becomes a nice guy, and signs with Shaka. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know if we'd win the Bundesliga with Ronaldo. He might get into Europa League. Maybe, or Conference League, but uh, that would be something, right? That would be something. Become End his career as a legend. <laughs> but uh, back to Berlin, 3-1 to one at halftime. I knew the game was over at that point. It had to have been over. We could barely get any good scoring chances on, on the other end. A 2-1, you have a chance, right? A set piece or whatever, or, uh, catch him on a counterattack. No way you're going to score two goals against Union Berlin. Um so three to one, I thought this is embarrassing. We already lost, and then we came out. Of, we came out of the break, right? We came out of the halftime 
Uh, and they're going to mark it one minute into the second half, but it was like five seconds. I I watched it many times, and I don't know what happened. I still know ball gets cleared out, finds Sibachu on a, a somewhat breakaway. He splits the defenders somehow off the opening kickoff. They read it well. They tackle him, get the ball. Unfortunately, it drops back to Becker, and he puts it away. Four to one, game, set, match. Should have been over. At that point, you got two options. Play all out defensive, ride out that 4-1, or just throw balls to the wall and go for the goals. Uh, and hope, you know, the scoreline doesn't matter at that point. And I was kind of leaning towards that just because I wanted to see us try. And the second half, positive, give you momentum going to the next game. But we didn't look good at all going to the second half. Um, yeah, we had more possession and stuff like that, but again... Nothing super threatening, and we just look bad. It was a combination of trying to sit on the ball and just passing it around, honestly. It looked it looked poor, poor. And then to make matters worse, Sibachu goes off. Sven Michel, who tormented us last season, what was he, Paderborn or wherever the heck he was last year, comes in, 87th minute, scores a goal. He had no right scoring. It was a, it was a terrible mistake. Malik Chow... You know, who knew this would be one of his last plays on the team? Goes ahead of ball back to Yoshida. Unfortunately, he heads it towards, you know, uh, Sven Michel. He ends up going on a breakaway, scores the goal. Uh, and then three minutes later, a volley ball comes over the top. I don't remember who passed it. He volleys it. Wonderful strike. Six to one. I mean, completely embarrassing. It was already embarrassing at 3 1. It was embarrassing at 4 1. And then. Six to one is just a travesty, a, atrocious. We should be completely embarrassed with that. Uh, Meta Hunter says, What do you think about Crawl? His recent statistics were horrible. Yeah. I mean, in this game, in Union Berlin, nobody was good. Nobody was good. There weren't. I thought Schfulloff started out well, but I mean, everything went against him. Everything went against us. And nobody played well. Crawl. Did not look good. I don't know what we're going to do with the lineups or crawl or anybody going into this next game. Obviously, Malik Chow is going to have to be replaced. You would imagine it's going to be Kaminsky because I wouldn't think that Sepp Vandenberg is going to be ready yet. But we'll see. But crawl, I I still like him, but the statistics aren't going in his favor. They aren't. And, and he's a yellow card waiting to happen, a red card waiting to happen. I'm just a fury right now. And this could be all the... The passion talking from this last weekend, but I, it's not good enough right now. The team needs to be better. And you, you know what everyone's pointing at? The main person to pointing at is the man behind the bench, right? Um, everyone's yelling, Cromer out. I mean, I don't know who you're going to bring in now, but I can I can only think if this doesn't improve in the next two games, we got Stuttgart this weekend, and then we got Bochum before the Riviera Derby. <laughs> If we, quote-unquote, shit the bed the next two weeks, he's not going to make it to Riviera Derby, nor should he. But let's see what happens. Maybe maybe we bounce back as a team better and respond. If we can get two wins in the next two games, okay, you can comment. One win and a draw, come. Anything less, though? I don't know. Nobody wants to be backing into the Riviera Derby. Nobody does. Um... Ronaldo needs to carry out the legacy that Raul played out of going from dominating Real Madrid to becoming a nice guy and helping Chaka do the thing or two. Yeah. I mean, I'll take him. If it's a big pickup, we can't afford him. 
But if he takes it free, basically, and say, hey, uh, just give me the uh, shirt sales, that would be a great deal, I think. Honestly, really, right? Uh, need Harit, but why was he so expensive? Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's damn expensive. Um, and nobody wants him because he's expensive. So that's the hard part, right? And so will anybody pick him up? I don't know. If we sell him, hopefully sell him for like $10 million or something like that at least. But I don't see that happening. You know, every team's got the leverage on shock at this point. They know they want to get rid of him. So they're going to play hardball and, and go low. So I don't know. Ah, we'll see. But if he stays, he needs to play. Why are you paying a guy his salary if you're not going to put him on the pitch? I don't care. If you're not selling him, play him. Done. We need the help. He says, bro, I think one to six was some kind of wake would call for you all. You'll see. I hope. I hope. I really do hope. We'll see. The next two games are important. If we react well, I agree. That's good. And Kramer has his job, unless we get embarrassed at Dortmund. But if we come out flat again and lose two games, he's got to go. He's got to go. We can't walk into the River Derby with three embarrassing losses in a row. You know, Dirk's in the house. Says, Unfortunately, Harit just isn't that good to pay the money we need him for. Yeah, I mean, yeah. But if we're paying him, shouldn't we play him? I agree. I agree. Everything you guys are saying about, about him, but play him. Yeah, Harit won't sell. He doesn't play. So play him is right. Yeah, we need to play him. If you're paying somebody and you can't get rid of him, play him. And hey, maybe he helps us out a little bit, keeps us in the league, and then you can sell him and bring somebody else in. But don't pay a guy and, and bench him. We saw that last year. We did that last year or the relegation year. We did it enough. We don't have the money for that. I hope Toronto gets back into form. He needs, we need him. We need him desperately to score and Bolter to step up a little bit more. He's been doing really well. Salazar needs to show back up, right? After the first couple games, kind of disappeared. Yeah, I hope Toronto. I hope Toronto's back. But six to one, an embarrassing scoreline. Uh, I know somebody in the chat already said that six to one was a fraud blowout, and I agree because it was only a handful of moments that changed the game. One nothing, we were fine. One one, obviously we're fine. Two to one, I thought we were fine. That third goal broke our back and broke our spirit. Fourth goal after half after halftime, five seconds in the second half. That told you our broke our backs were broke at that point. We didn't care. And we didn't either lock up shop or try to play attacking football. We were just in no man's land, just playing it out and weren't closed down defensively enough and allowed them to do what they wanted. And Michel got the two late goals. It's infuriating. Dirk says maybe he just doesn't in his performance and training his poop. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, a lot of these guys, well, I'm not gonna generalize, but yeah. The 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 shtick, the rumor is that he's not that great at practices and stuff like that, but I don't know. When he's on, he's on. He is a top Bundesliga talent when he's on, but he's not consistent. To be a star in the world of football, you need to be consistent day in and day out, practice anywhere, it doesn't matter. You have to be consistent. When guys don't achieve that level, it's because there's inconsistency somewhere, whether it's mental or whatever. So, but he needs he needs to play if he's not getting sold. Uh, Schroeder said, if Harit can't be transferred, he'll play. That's all I want to hear. That is all I want to hear. Because <laughs> again, why are you going to pay a guy to sit on the bench? We've done that already. We can't afford it. We need to play him. Positive note: We lost against the second best team in the league. Yes. 
I said this at the top of the watch along that the trend of Union Berlin has been fantastic. It's meteoric. We can't we can't hate on it. They came into the Bundesliga, finished like 15th, and then finished just outside a uh, top 10, finished in uh, Europa League last year. They're going to be in Champions League this year. Watch. They're going to be in Champions League this year. Mark my words. They're getting better. Uh, really good team right now. But, uh, yeah, that result, piss poor. We got Stuttgart coming up this weekend. Um, they're a decent team. They're better than us, right? Uh, look at the current standings, and they are 12th. They got three draws and a loss. Um, I believe the loss was, well, let me just go to their schedules. Hey, here we go. Uh, so, first game of the season, they drew Leipzig. They drew Werder Bremen, 2-2. They lost to Freiburg. Freiburg's a good team this year. Like, Freiburg always starts out hot, right? So, they lost to Freiburg, 1-0. And then they drew Cologne, 0-0. They got a red card. Everybody gets a red card against Cologne. Hmm. Isn't that where VAR is situated? Anyway. Um, they're pretty good. And they don't give up many goals. So I see a tight, low-scoring defensive game. I mean, you see one... Maybe two goals in this game total, I think. You're not going to see much. Um, oh, I don't know. Malik Chow's gone. Who do we play on defense? We'll see. We'll see what, how the team responds. That's going to be curious to me. We'll see what the team is made of by how they respond against Stuttgart. Um, but it's a good good test to have. And Bochum after that. So um, I know Stuttgart are losing Kalasic, I believe, was our, your top striker. I believe he's going in the Premier League, but don't quote me on that. If he does, that's, that's a boost for us, but... Again, we need to do our thing and, and get it done. That's the only thing that matters. Hertha Berlin is the fake Berlin team. I agree. I agree. I have a soft spot for Union. I do. Uh, Edwin says, the only thing we have going is that we are bleeding players more than we are. Uh, hurt more than we are. Yeah. Yeah. Stuttgart is hurting. So we'll see. We need a positive reaction. We absolutely need a positive reaction. Um, anyway. That's the game. That's enough I want to talk about. That, that game drove me nuts. I don't want to make this podcast too long. But I mentioned this, this, the weekend was the weekend from hell. Obviously, the blues music in the background. This is a Shaka Blues podcast hour. Again, bad scoreline. Pre-sale ticket issues that they were having with the Shaka website. Transfers, losing Malik Chow, not really having a backup plan. Or it seems with 24 hours to go to back that up and anybody else. The depth is struggling. But the worst thing, I think, of this weekend, it has to be said, you know, football aside, uh, we lost we lost one of ours, right? We lost um, Hassan Talib Haji. Uh, don't know too much about what happened, but he passed away. And it, and it sucks, right? Anytime you, any one of us goes out, I mean, he, a lot of people knew him. A lot of people knew him. Shaka tweeted about him. Many reporters tweeted about him. I had some conversations with him and him here and there. Um, but you see his name all the time. Uh, and anytime you lose somebody, um, especially he's young, he's a young guy too. It, it's heartbreaking, right? And you you put football aside and, and we're, we're all humans. That's what it matters. And, you know, it's unfortunate, really sad about what happened to him. Don't know any, anything what happened, but um, I know the Shaka community rallied around and really tried to support, you know, his family and friends and stuff like that. Um, I, I saw that there was like a GoFundMe or something going on. Uh, raise a lot of money so far but uh yeah this hurts the whole community it does um and so it, really a shit weekend um yeah what med hatcher says recipes hassan it was a legend so um 
Moment of silence for him. Rest in peace. So, uh, hopefully he's in a better place now, but uh, we'll miss him, you know? Like I said, I, don't, I didn't know him that well, but it doesn't matter. We're all humans here, and you hate when, when these kind of things happen in life. So, um, you know, hate to end the show on a, on, a, on a a note like this, but the whole weekend was like that, right? And so pay our respects to Hassan the legend, and um, yeah, let's um, try to regroup as a community, as a team, and um, get into this next weekend. Hopefully it's a little bit better than, than what we saw this last weekend. It was a difficult weekend all the way around. Um, but wanted to have this podcast. We had to talk about all this stuff. It just had to. So anyway, thank you all for joining us for this abbreviated podcast. I say abbreviated, it's still 30 minutes. Uh, but you know, sometimes you gotta get the stuff off your chest, right? So anyway, thank you guys all. Enjoy the rest of your weekends. Stay with your loved ones, give them a call, whatever. Uh, we'll catch you guys on the watch along on Saturday. It's 9:30 a.m. Eastern on um, in the U.S. And uh, yeah, try try to enjoy the rest of your week. All right. Sorry, I was reading the comments there. All right, everyone, enjoy your week. Glugauf.